Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 175 of Motherhood in Hollywood. My guest today is Meg Widener. She has created an indie film called Best Mom, and I cannot wait for her to share about this project, uh, about the passion that went into it, and the story that I think will resonate with a lot of moms. So here we go. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, friends. I am so so happy to have you here for this episode. My guest, as I said, is Meg Widener. She has, um, she has an independent film, you guys, that she created, she's starring in, and I am in awe of her because I, quite frankly, can, can barely like send out a tweet, um, sometimes. So it's always so impressive to me when someone can put together an entire feature film. Um, and much less, this is a very, this is a subject matter. I think a lot of you, uh, might resonate with a lot of you because it's about motherhood and it's about, um, feeling like a failure as a mom. And, um, this story is really wonderful because the mom in the film played by Meg decides to take an improv class to try to be more spontaneous and connect with her daughter. And, um, it's a really, fun film. It's heartfelt. And um, Meg is going to be coming on to talk with us a little bit about that and where the idea came from and and uh, being a mom in Hollywood, um, which hello, that's what I am too. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling a little, a little sassy today, a little um, uh, excited because there's a lot going on. Um, we're going to talk about Star Wars. I just went to a very special media preview of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We're going to talk about a big announcement I have coming up. Um, that is is happening. I'm sharing that. And then also we got to talk about what happened this weekend. Let's start there. I was the host. I was invited back to be the host for the VIP Family Lounge and the main stage uh, Family Bingo Games for the Great Big Family Play Day. And I'm so grateful to Tracy at SoCal Moms and the whole team over there for um, having me back. This is such a huge event in Los Angeles. There are literally thousands of families that go to this to learn more about family-friendly companies, um, everything from organic products to, you know, play-based activities and all of that sort of thing. Lots of on-stage entertainment. There's reading times. There's rides. There's bounce houses. It's just, it's a blast. And I'm just so thrilled to be a part of it every year. And it was a huge success. So make sure you check out my Instagram um, to see some of the highlights from that. And, um, um, also, you guys, on Saturday was Channing's dance recital, and she danced to um, We Go Together from Greece, and she wore like, like this little like 50s style, like kind of tutu-y, poodly skirt thing, and I just... I literally was beaming. I could not stop be- smiling the whole time that I was watching her, because she was really enjoying it. And she did a really good job. And I'm not just saying that because I'm her mom. I would probably not even mention it. I would probably just be like, eh. and then we went to a dance recital. Um, but she did a really great job. And I just, my heart was just swelling with pride. And and um, as I'm sure you guys have all felt at one point or another. Um, so that was a lot of fun. All right. So let's talk about Star Wars. Chris and I went to a preview, a media preview of Galaxy's Edge. We were one of the first few people to get to go in and see the planet of Batuu at the Black Post um, 
Black Spire post outpost. Oh my God, words. The Black Spire outpost. Sorry, it's been a long weekend. And um, in Disneyland, people are calling it Star Wars Land. You know, whatever you call it, it's amazing. It is worth the trip to come to Disneyland. If you're a Star Wars fan, you have to come and check this out. Um, you There's a ride there called the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. You get to fly the Millennium Falcon, and it is an epic, epic experience. And it's you're it's like being immersed in a Star Wars movie. I just... I can't describe it. I've written some um, blog posts up on motherhood and Hollywood um, that describe the things that you really should check out when you go, like kind of a list of what to go and where, where to go and what to do while you're there. Um, But I mean, honestly, just to be there with Chris and we draw, we we dressed up as um, Han Solo and princess Leia because we're nerds and I love dressing up, but it, it just to be there, if you're a star Wars fan or if you're, you know, if you, if you're a sci-fi fan, anything in that world, um, you'll love it. Like it's, it's, it was an experience we'll never forget just being, it was like being a part of history to be there when it was, you know, dedicated and to be there. One of the first people into the cantina, there's like, like an actual cantina. You can go in and have drinks and, um, you know, it's just overwhelming. So please go to motherhoodhollywood.com, read what I put up there and also, um, check out my post on IGTV, um, on my Instagram. So you guys can get a behind the scenes look at, um, what we experienced for galaxy's edge. Uh, Disney was just amazing. They've really outdone themselves. So speaking of Disney, I'm so excited to finally tell you guys, I'm going to be leaving for Disney world this week to go and interview the cast of toy story for, I'm going to get to spend four days by myself at Disney World. Um, I'm a little overwhelmed and I'm excited to go. I would love to hear any tips or suggestions you have for going to Disney by yourself. Where should I go? What should I do? I can do all the adult stuff. I could do some drinking. I could do um, all the rides. Like, well, almost all the rides, none of the scary rides. Uh, But I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to get to go do that. But I'm mostly excited to interview Tom Hanks. He's a legend and I've heard he's just so kind and so friendly and, you know, I only get a few minutes with him, but still, but, oh, I'm just, I'm getting, I'm not going to stop smiling. I'm not going to stop smiling. I have a feeling. So please make sure you follow along on my Instagram at motherhood and Hollywood and Facebook on motherhood and Hollywood as well. And also I'll be tweeting about my time there, um, at Heather Brooker. So you guys follow along. Ooh, an exciting week. Okay. I want to share my interview now with you, um, with Meg. She is in the movie best mom. And I cannot wait for you guys to hear from her about how she created this and the inspiration for it. I know you'll be inspired as well. So here's my interview with Meg. Okay, friends. So we have Meg Widener on the show today. She is an actress, writer, director, um, extraordinaire. You named a a bunch of really wonderful things for your title. And I'm just going to keep adding them. Um, You're a supportive mom. You have been such a wonderful friend online. And I'm so thrilled to get to talk with you today. How are you, Meg? I am fantastic, and I'm so grateful to be a guest on your show. You put out so much good into this world, and I'm so grateful. Thank you. That's so nice. You're welcome. Well, okay, so let's get started. Let's talk right away about Best Mom. Um, And what is it? It's won lots of awards. Where did it come from? Just kind of give me your story. So Best Mom really, I guess, 
has so many different origins, um, starting with not wanting to outgrow my childhood dream of acting Mm -hmm. and approaching my 40th birthday and not really being where I wanted to be in that career and really hearing from so many people that if you want to do it, you've got to create your own stuff, put yourself out there. And then I needed to learn how to write and I needed something to write about, something I kind of sort of knew. And the one thing that I was experiencing every day was um, being a mom. And I really had high expectations of what being a mom would be like, what kind of mom I wanted to be like. And the more I tried, the more I failed. And then the more I failed, the more frustrated I would become. Mm -hmm. And then I met this incredible woman um, who actually lives in L.A. And she literally came into my life through the back door of a friend's home and said, I am so not getting best mom of the year. And this is why. Pour me a vodka. (laughs) I just felt so liberated and so validated and it just took a pressure off of me that I'd put on myself for years Mm -hmm. and I wanted to create a story that would hopefully give other moms that same validation and inspiration well in watching the film you can see you can see some of that heartbreak come out and especially in the lines um from the little girl um, and there's several things that she says that I think a lot of moms, um, can relate to. And, you know, I struggle with that too. There's a lot of things you hit on a lot of things you talk about that I think moms, especially in this field, um, can relate to, you know, we have this dream when we become actors and we, when we move out to Hollywood, Hollywood land and, um, <laughs> There is sort of a a vision, if you will, of how the timeline is going to go. We're going to come out in our 20s. We're going to get discovered. We're going to book a series, maybe a film. We are going to then um, do a TV show, get an on-set nanny, and raise our kids. And um, and then maybe do Lifetime movies in our 40s. So um, that's sort of the vision, right? Like, I think um, that's what we all kind of thought would happen, but... The reality is you spend a decade or more hoping to get little bit parts on TV shows or auditions or maybe book a commercial that may or may not help you pay your bills. Um, And you're just constantly struggling. There's a financial up and down. There's always disappointment and it's um, not super conducive for stability and what you think of when you think of raising a family. And Mm -hmm. it starts to kind of, you start to feel like a failure in your career. And then, of course, that can easily bleed over into feeling like a failure as a mom. Um, Mm -hmm. So I completely relate to that. I completely understand what you're saying. Do you, you, your film has done very well. You've won several awards. Um, Thank you. So do you still feel that way? Do you feel like in your own personal life, like, oh, I'm not the best mom or... How do you kind of um, marry the two worlds <laughs> these days? <laughs> I definitely do not feel like the best mom. And my daughter, Lexi, still tells me that. So oh, <laughs> she, she keeps me grounded. She keeps me grounded. Um, and it's actually really kind of sadly funny that since making Best Mom, that role helped me get another film. But 
in booking that film, it, it actually created my biggest mom fail to date. And, um, and so that it's just a, on my really good days, I see, I see myself as failing up and on my bad days, I'm just like, Oh, freaking, I am failing. Like this sucks. (laughs) Like I don't, I need to course correct. And I've got to, I've got to run or something to, to change my, my outlook. Mm -hmm. But, um, I definitely, learned a lot and Mm -hmm. I definitely want to keep going and do more and hopefully get better every time I do something. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think that that's all we as parents and human beings really can hope for is just to learn from our mistakes and, and do better. Do you, you just have one daughter? We do. Um, do you get asked? 12. You get asked constantly if you're having any more kids, even though she's 12. Yes! Do you ever still do get, you asked? get asked all the too? time? Yes. All the time. Like I hear, I don't know if it's, you know, where we live, if it's like a culture thing or, it, you know, it happens everywhere, but, um, I'll go to the nail salon and there's a heavily Armenian community here where I live and they're like, Oh, you don't want to give her a brother and sister. And I'm like, this oh. is really inappropriate conversation to have while you're painting my toenails. Um, that's some serious mom shame. Yes, right there. it is. Like they, they, that happens to me regularly. I went to take my car in to have an oil change and he goes, you just have one. It's this guy, this man, you just have the one baby. Oh, she know her brother or sister. And I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> please just change my oil. Um, <laughs> this is oh terrible. God. Yeah. I get it all the time. And Channing is six now. And you know, uh, part of me is kind of feels like I was an only child and I turned out amazing. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. And my husband is basically an only child. Like his younger brother is like 17 years younger than him. Oh, wow. Um, and he has a sister that's seven years younger than him. So he's kind of an only child, you know, in that sense. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're just, we're, we're happy. We're our family, our little family of three. And, you know, it yes. would be great if we did have another child, but it's certainly not something that we live or die by. You know what I mean? Um, so oh, I yeah. always wonder that other people who have singletons, if they get asked that too. And I find that, yes, we do. Like, is it, is it not enough? How is my one child not enough for this world? <laughs> I know, I know. And, and it's, I, oh my gosh. So true story about me. Um, I love going to psychics, even though as mm. a Jew, that's like really bad. Like you're not supposed to go to a psychic. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. I yes. feel like I have a lot of yes. Jewish friends that go like, to psychics. You're not supposed to want to know your future, but sometimes I'm just like a little desperate. I won't lie. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember when Lexi was about four or five, I took her to a psychic in New Orleans, like just like one in the square. It wasn't like a real, like a shop or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And the woman looked at my palm and she goes, I see three, no, four children. And Lexi looked at me like, I don't think so. Like <laughs> I'm the only child and this is the way it's supposed to be. And so the woman did the reading. And when we left, Lexi was really upset. And I said, it's okay. We could go to another psychic and she would say something completely different. And she's like, let's go. And I was like, well, I was kind of kidding. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I want to go. So we walked over a couple blocks and went to another psychic. Same thing. First thing out of her mouth when she looked at my palm. And Lexi was like, 
just fidgeting. And I was like, it's really, it's not true. She's like, but she said we were going to Paris this summer. And I was like, I know, but it's not right about the kids. She was like, okay, well, I want to go to another one. I'm like, no, we're taking a break. But the next day we went to a psychic, same thing. And at this point, Lexi just started crying at the table. (laughs) We're just having you. We're so happy with you. And, um, she never forgot that. So in the last six years, I've probably been to three psychics and every single one of them keeps saying three or four children. And wow. Lexi just looks at me and shakes her. Head. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. So, but you feel I've, like I've had to done. tell her that making movies is like the other baby. Yeah, there you go. See, maybe your children is just they're just a different um different forms of children different ways because it does yes. feel, it does feel like when we do something creatively that we're sort of giving birth in a way um like motherhood in hollywood is something that i birthed uh four years ago almost four years ago and it is like a full-time situation over here like it is my second baby and it is an ongoing thing that I take care of every day and I give attention to every day, just like my child. So, um, yeah, there is something creatively that could happen there. I don't need any more kids. I've got, I've got motherhood in Hollywood. Um, but I want to ask yeah. you then, so how- you've accomplished amazing things. Oh, oh, I'm so you. sorry to interrupt you, no, but I have right. to give you high compliments because everything you have created, you have grown exponentially and just it's, you are an inspiration. Oh, that's really nice. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate that. No, I work really hard and this came out of a need for me to, um, to meet other moms in the entertainment industry because at the time and honestly, still my closest friends don't have kids and, um, they, none of them wanted to or did or, you know, whatever. So I was, I felt very alone in that way. The moms that I, friends that I made in mommy and me class when Channing was like six weeks old, all went back to work for their real jobs. And, um, I was at (laughs) home waiting between auditions, being a stay at home mom, like, you know, trying to make mom friends who not just like, you know, um, not just moms, but like moms in the entertainment industry, because it's a different type of, job than a regular nine to five job. And it's a different mindset and we have different needs and concerns and worries. And I wanted to be able to talk to them about auditions and talk to them about what's happening in the entertainment industry. So I, you know, for two years, um, cause I started motherhood in Hollywood when Channing was about two and, um, I just was sort of searching for like a mom community. And I realized there isn't really one that that I had found. So I just decided to start my own and invite moms over to have coffee with me or wine and talk about their stories and share their lives with me and hopefully connect in in some way. And, um, yeah, so that's sort of what motherhood in Hollywood was kind of born out of was my desire to make friends. And maybe that's my only child. (laughs) Maybe that, (laughs) maybe that's the only child, you know, um, coming out in me, Uh, but yeah, but that's basically what it is. So I appreciate you saying that I do work very hard, um, on this, on motherhood in Hollywood. Oh, you do. It's so evident and everything. I mean, like you do the blog, you do the podcast, you do the videos, you do social. 
I, I don't know how you have time to ever sleep. That is, <laughs> I don't. I'm usually up until like at least midnight or after returning emails, um, like looking on Instagram or, or whatever. But um, somewhere in there I sleep. I will say, I mean, I have my husband is super supportive. Like I, I have to give him almost all the credit because he helps me tremendously with Channing and has come home when I have auditions or when I have to do something for work, he'll come home early and, and pick her up or hang out with her or whatever. So that's been a huge support system for sure. Um, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no. So I want to talk about then like what other, what else do you have that you're working on right now that you've had such success with, um, you know, best mom, are you thinking of other film ideas? Has this sort of, inspired something in you to create more movie projects or, or even TV? Oh, Ooh, you hit on two things. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, the funny thing about best mom is it's the second script I wrote. I had one before this that I really wanted to do, but it was so out of budget. I was like, Oh, I can't, mm-hmm. um, I can't swing this one. So I'm going back back to that script and what's really crazy about it is what I thought was good three years ago is a complete disaster Mm -hmm. I'm like no one should ever shoot this ever so Mm -hmm. I'm in a major rewrite and hope to film that next year but definitely need some angels to come on board and read the really bad versions of the script and tell me what they don't like so I can fix it and um and then for TV, I would like to start pitching Best Mom as a series. Oh, good for you. That's great. Thank you. And when I say I would like to start pitching it, no, I don't have the connections. I would definitely have to rely on our sales rep who got Best Mom mm-hmm. distribution. <laughs> He's the one with the talent and skill set. Well, and and honestly, that's something I've learned too, is that you, I can't do everything myself, although it, I know it might seem like that sometimes I have to have help. Like I reach out to people all the time and really? ask for help. Oh, for sure. Like there's one of the best pieces of advice that I got when I first moved to town, it was from an acting teacher and he said, you'll never get anything if you don't ask for it. So I really took that to heart and I have no problem asking people, Hey, do you mind referring me to your agent? Do you mind referring me to your representative? Can you connect me with someone, you know, who does X, Y, Z? And, you know, it may, they may not answer the way I want them to. They may say no, but you never know if you don't ask. Um, it's so true. And it's super powerful. Cause then you've made a connection then, you know, um, and then in this, by the same token, I have to be prepared if somebody asks me for something and I'm not always able to give, you know, because of like, I'll get people who ask me constantly for names of celebrities I've had on my show or celebrities I've interviewed through my job at NBC. And I just, that's information I can't give. So I have also no problem being like, I'm sorry, I can't give you that, but trying to find another way to help. Um, so it's not ever a dead end, um, which can be super frustrating. So yeah, I mean, you never get anywhere or get anything unless you ask for it. So I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of asking for help for sure. Oh, I, I am with you. <laughs> I ask for help all the time, and it's very like it's also very humbling too. Mm-hmm. And it's really a sweet surprise when people step up and show you more grace than you anticipated. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it's really like, oh, that's so nice. You know, like I'm so grateful. And um, yeah, no, I absolutely understand that. And I want to talk also quickly about the cast that you have in this movie. Donna yeah. Mills, Krista Allen, um, Jalon Vanover. Am I saying his name right? Jalon? Oh, um. Yeah, that was really funny on set. We would all say it differently, but I think it's Jalone. Jalone. Um, okay, I'm like, I'm I, sure I I'm going to butcher all, it. I, I think he corrected. <laughs> okay, good. He's, but he, he's super like, cute, by the way. Super cute guy. Yeah, and also he's super nice. So that's good. like winning combination there. And then Violet Hicks, who is just adorable, plays your daughter uh, yes. in the film. And super adorable uh how did you get donna mills and krista allen attached that's amazing they uh, they are incredible and i have to give a lot of credit to our casting director um paul den mccrillis and i hope i'm saying his name correctly now that we're <laughs> i'm gonna get in my head about how to say people's <laughs> names but um he really made it an art and a science and a whole strategy because he was like before I put out the whole casting breakdown, I'm going to only send, only put this role, the role of your mom out there and mm-hmm. see who gets submitted. And then um, if that person attaches, then we'll see what other cast come mm-hmm. to play. Because it was a SAG ultra low budget film, which most agents would be like, uh-uh, this isn't worth my time. It's not worth my client's time. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of great women submitted actually knowing that it was a SAG ultra low budget film and Donna Mills, we met her and her partner, Larry over dinner and she's so gracious personally and professionally. It was like, I don't want to work with anyone else except Donna because she, she, she's actually, she's been in my life a long time, whether she realizes it or not, but mm-hmm. my mom <laughs> used to make me go to bed early when Knott's Landing came on because we didn't have a VCR and she didn't want to miss Donna Mills. <laughs> so I've known who Donna Mills is since I was a kid. Me too. I, I used to be obsessed with Knott's Landing, like Knott's Landing really? in Dallas. Oh yeah. I used to dance around my living room when Dallas came on and like the theme song to Knott's Landing and everything. Oh yeah. It was big TV. Oh, yeah, it was big TV in our home. And I got the biggest kick calling my mom in Mississippi saying, guess who's going to play my mom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, ooh. And I was like, Donna Mills. She was like, I know she like just nearly dropped the phone. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. I love that you got to share that with your mom and like have that bonding mom, mo- mom moment um, so with her. Bonding. So, so bonding. So yes. bonding. Um, so let's talk a little bit then about where can where can we watch Best Mom? Like if I if my moms are feeling this, uh, if everybody listening is like, I, all right, we've talked about this movie. We love it. We're all in. Where can they watch it? Awesome. Um, I would love for people to watch it on Amazon, iTunes, AT&T, Uverse, Dish Network, DirecTV, Google Play, YouTube Movies. Um, our website is bestmomfilm.com that has all the the platforms. Um, heads up, if anyone goes to bestmom.com, it is not us. That is a little bit like soft porn. Oh. 
Well, yes. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure to get that film in there. Bestmomfilm.com. Oh, my gosh. Of course, the Internet. Ugh, ridiculous. Um, and I'm going to put up all that information as well on motherhoodinhollywood.com. And you guys, go and support Meg's film. Um, support movies about mom who are sharing moms who are sharing their truth. Um, and this is such an amazing thing to be able to do, to get a movie made, to have a, a cast, to have support behind it and to also then win awards on top of it is a massive accomplishment. So take a minute, go and support her movie, watch it, and then follow her on social media as well. So you guys can keep in touch with what happens next. Um, Meg, thank you so much for, for all your support and your kindness and, and taking the time to be on my show. Oh, thank you for all your support and your graciousness and having me on your show. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for me. Have a wonderful week. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama funny. Balls. <laughs>